Hello, everybody. On today's episode of Outer Experience, I am joined by my beautiful wife, Cassie, and my hilarious brother, Tim, and we discuss our favorite movies of 2020. It was a rough year, but we had some great movies, in our opinion, so we go through a few of those things. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. Write us an email at outerexperiencepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know some of your favorite movies of 2020. What was some... uh you know, some outer experiences for you, if you will. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you're returning to the show, welcome back. Let's get to it. Hello, Los Angeles! Oh, yeah! Thank hip, you hip, all for hooray. being here. We're back, baby. And we're in 2021. What, what? <laughs> Can I get a what, what? What, what? Can I get a who, who? Who, who? who? Can I get a why, why? Why? Because why? if you're in the experience, you gotta, you gotta get, get, out, get out, of out of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, everybody. We made it through 2020. Woohoo. <laughs> So Cassie and I have been talking about how, uh, you know, 2020, of course, was a rough year on most people, but uh, we had some good uh, stuff. We had a birth of our beautiful baby girl, and I uh, changed careers, which is exciting, and uh, we had some good stuff. Tim, did you have some good highlights of 2020? You got to spend a lot of time with the family, which is always fun. Uh, a lot of time with the family. You got a good. No, family. we went to we went to California, which maybe that wasn't the best idea, but we did and it anyway. We'll right? strike this from the and record. Texas, we went to Texas. Well, no, very, nobody can be held accountable to something they say on a podcast. Yeah, because this yeah. is a fictional podcast. None of this actually happened. Keep going, no, though. We believe you. Yeah, so that was fun. That's it. That sounds awesome. Yeah, Texas was great. Yeah, 2020 what? has felt like just a long weekend. What was the highlight of Texas? Um, they I have some have good food. And Christina has a nice house, That's or mm. had a nice house that was really big and spacious. They have bunnies in their backyard, which was not that great, to be honest, the bunnies. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually on the edge of my seat waiting for you to say oh. Bucky's. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was about I to say. I can't believe that was the f- we not are going to start thing. our new well, segment, the I've, Bucky I've Report. Been to Texas, I've been to Texas a couple of times, um, but every single time, I think the highlight has been Bucky's. You know, so to, to me, it wasn't necessarily a new thing for 2020 because Got you know, it. 2019 was my first Bucky's experience. Okay, okay. But man, that gas station is super Forgiven. nice, and especially like in the pandemic when you're like little worried about like cleanliness and social distancing and stuff like they have the most immaculately clean bathrooms of not just any gas station but probably any place in the entire world i i don't know if there's anything i love more than a clean bathroom there are a few things for me it's a palatial (laughs) bathroom you guys it's it's huge there's stalls as far as the eye can see and they are that word one more time fallacious palatial Oh, Palatial. I? <laughs> I shouldn't have said what I said. <laughs> oh, that's what did a you, good what did word. What did you say? Salacious. I know. I said I said salacious, but with an F. So I don't think it's. I don't think it means anything. 
But it nice. almost sounded like something. palatial does mean something. It's a good word. That, but that's it's awesome. really it's it's really the only word word to describe, describe. the toilets at Bucky's. Did you like use the Incredible. toilet or did you like use the toilet? Yes. I in both <laughs> senses of the word I used the toilet. I <laughs> Smart okay. to get your money's worth. <laughs> Maybe we need to. Oh, move you want to have the talk. full experience. Yeah, I was and just Bucky's, curious about future. This is a big part of it. I don't know if I'm going to go down to Texas now. Like, why else would we? I guess we can go for the uh, totality of the next solar eclipse. Gotta go see totality. Yeah, you don't want to miss the totality. Totally. I mean, In Texas we is missed. Where it's happening. We missed Texas totality cool, last time. Yeah, we missed totality by like. A 20-minute drive because we were up here in Boise. And our flight was leaving because the flight at that moment was really cheap because nobody wanted to get on the flight. You can go Lame. figure. Yeah. We got totality in um, Missouri. Yeah, I remember your video. Yeah, the dogs did bark and the street lights went on where we were at, but it wasn't yep. as dark. No, it wasn't totality. It wasn't totality. It was, we didn't experience totality. We, we got pretty dark. Yeah, I don't know if it was totality, but it was it was it was close. Isn't that just the coolest word, totality? I love when a new word comes in, like a pandemic or uh, what was the other word for 2020 that everyone kept using? Social social distance. distancing is a, another COVID nineteen. Oh yeah, that's not that really was a cool yeah, one too. <laughs> Dude, you totally got COVIDed, <laughs> which is yeah. terribly and tragic thing if that did happen to you. Yeah, that was yeah. sorry. Um. So, Segway. Segways are pretty cool, right? Um, They're the best. We're going to talk about some movies. Because we, uh, we started out this podcast with a best of movies of 2017 or 2018? 2017? Let's, let's go with 17. Have we been Yeah, I think it was 2017, long? wasn't it? Because I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, because Last like, Jedi. Yeah, your most popular podcast like ever was... 2017 we've been doing this for a long time (laughs) 17 bajillion views on that one or or i think that's an accurate number it was a lot the total and amount of listens on that one episode is probably more than the rest of the podcast combined i think your podcast was the only positive review too Wait, sorry. The only positive again? review is I'm one. I'm sorry. What? I, I think I, I think the only positive review for Last Jedi was on this podcast. So it was a big. I can't believe <laughs> I was I was literally watching that shit movie today. I watched it again today. I watched parts of it today because I'm just like I have a huge disconnect for people who do not like this movie because I think it's phenomenal. I also love. I don't know if you knew that about me, but I'm a big Last Jedi fan. (laughs) It only comes up in every conversation. (laughs) Colton Colton starts off with the salt. Uh, (laughs) Hold on. Colton has this magical ability. I think it's um, that he can put the Last Jedi into literally any conversation. We could be talking about church things and the Last Jedi will come up. We could be talking about finances, and the last Jedi will come up. I mean, you we could, could see be the talking about that awkward moment with our family, and the last Jedi will come up. You can just—I mean—the correlations with all three of those, though, is it's pretty easy. It's not like a huge yeah, leap. Kind of the same thing. If you've seen the movie, you get it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what we were talking about last week, and I was like, only you could fit the last Jedi into this conversation. I think we were talking about the bathrooms at Walmart. Bucky's. Oh, well. Bucky's. I tried. I've never been to Bucky's. I don't want to lie to people. Yeah, it, they're nice. Let me yeah, tell you. So they normally speaking, nice. 
what we do with these podcasts is we do our top 10 movies of the given year. But 2020 was a unique year in that there weren't a lot of newly well, released films. And there weren't, we weren't able to go to theaters, unfortunately. I went to a theater for a few of these before the pandemic and one during the pandemic. Spoiler. Um, so, of course, normally I personally see like probably 40 to 50 new movies a year. Would that, do you think that, that's probably too high? I, you usually have a very long list. Yeah. I do love movies. And this year, I only have 14. So I'm going to share all of them. Tim, how Wait, big is what? your list? I have 10. Like 10 is all 10? the movies what you saw? You 14. No, no, yeah. is 10, 10 all the movies you saw? Or did you see No, more I think I probably you... saw like more. But these are the only ones that I liked. Well, if you didn't see much, if you saw just a few I'm more a than tough. that, I think it'd be kind of fun to include them all just because it kind of puts a stamp a on this time man. period. Well, I don't know if I remember every single movie I've seen. But yeah, some of them were bad. Or not bad, but just not ones that I not care to. worthwhile. Yeah. Like yeah, I saw the Scooby-Doo cartoon, and I don't... I didn't oh, like that. I saw that one too. <laughs> I forgot that I saw that one. I guess one. I've seen 15. That I'm, one's I'm probably cool my least seeing, favorite. Talking about that one. I saw, I saw Sonic the Hedgehog, and it was okay, oh, but I, uh, it's oh, not on my list. On, Tim. Did you, is it on yours? No, I don't want to spoil anything. Um, I saw Trolls, and that's not on my list. Trolls um, 2. The part two, yeah. That, that was, it was okay. It was fine. But it does not make I'm just This is the cream of a very um, sparse crop. Yeah, but you still got a crop of 10. I mean, if we sure. didn't tell anybody that we hadn't seen much more or many more, and we didn't even mention the pandemic, people would be like, oh, just a normal year, apparently. Because I do right. think that the top films, at least on my list, are actually would have been in my top 10 any other year. Oh. I can safely say that for, like, the top four. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant the top 10, and I was like, I cannot say no, that. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, you'll, you'll see when I get to my number 10. <laughs> it'll, it'll be a, a shocker. Cassie, how many movies do you have on your list? I have currently one, two, three. 13. You've seen Ooh. as many as I have. Uh, You've seen one as them, many as I have. One of them is a Pixar short. <gasps> that almost Burrow? counts. This year it's counting. Bow? Burrow. No, Lamp Life. Lamp, Lamp Life, Life came out in 2020? I, I guess so. That's what Google said, but maybe I read Google wrong. Hey, Google. Uh, her phone doesn't listen to me. James James tells me to call yes. Alexa. Can you call Alexa and say, hey, Alexa? And then he asks the Mario question. All right. So what we're going to do for the first ones, the ones, that aren't, the ones that aren't in our top ten, we're going to just say one sentence as to why it didn't make our list. And then we're going to go round robin. Uh, no, actually, here's what we'll do. Tim will start from ten to six. You'll list out the five movies. Ooh, that's hard. And talk about each of them as long as you want or as short as you want. Okay. And then after you do that, then I will go and then Cassie will go. And then we'll do five, 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 four, 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 three, 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 two, 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 one, one, one. Dig it. Can't wait. How does that sound, everybody? Excellent. That sounds awesome. All right. So let's start with the honorable mentions. Ooh. 
if you're not watching the video of this episode, you you would miss that we we put in a cartoon. Yeah, cartoon uh, for that. A hilarity. Yeah, uh, they, it was great drawing, Tim. Yeah, very animated impressive. by Tim. Man, that so, took you know it takes years to animate that. Luckily, you probably had enough time in 2020 to finish what you could usually do I in did. a year, a couple years. Not doing anything else. Um, Cassie, do you want to start with your honorable mentions, or would you like me to start since you're still uh, looking through stuff? I am still looking through stuff. Sorry. Um, I have Scoob. And Scoob's <laughs> in mine, too. I think Is it really? Safety. Honorable? Safety came out this year. I forgot about safety. And what was safety? Wait, I... I could be wrong on these because I'm... Oh, safety was good. Safety was good. It was good. Way to go, safety. I like that movie. And then I think if I say the other ones, it'll be a spoiler for your list. So I'm going to stop there with the ones that I hope you guys didn't put on as honorable mentions. Tim? Oh, ones that... You know what? These weren't exactly movies, but I think they they should be honorably mentioned. Is I, I really enjoyed... The Mandalorian season two and and the Queen's Gambit. I think Amen. probably both of those I enjoyed more than any movie on my list. <laughs> um, so there you go. I, I those were both great series this year. It's some French song that goes on when she's cleaning her house, and it is... It just got stuck in our An interesting heads. song. And I get James to sing it now, so I'm oui. glad that I sing it all the time out loud. Um, yeah, but I mean, we'll have more to say about Mandalorian Season 2. Am I right, brother? Oh, yeah. But that'll be on another episode, because we promised, and we always deliver eventually. Except for on the <laughs> book club one. No, we're oh, still going yeah. on that. I'm still learning how to read. I keep, guess you should just set a timeline. Keep line. reading. He's almost done with the... Um, Alchemist. Who is it? The Alchemist? Yeah. Yep. It's getting there. We did start it together. All right, so... Um, I actually have read it since I know, that you, podcast. You I've read, read it, too. You read it, like, within the month. <laughs> I read it back in college. I, I, when I said I read it, I listened to it, but, you know. Hey, that's what I do... The majority of the time. I read it with my Jer- eyes. Jeremy Irons is the narrator. He's super good. Is he the one who talks like Nicolas Cage? Sure. I have no idea. I'm just kidding. No, he doesn't. But he's or is he the one who does the Harry Potter books? Harry Potter must not go back to Hogwarts. Wrong, Weasley. Muttered. No, that wouldn't have been... That would have been Toby. <laughs> I know. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's crazy. <laughs> All right, mention some honors. All right, so my honorable mentions. <laughs> mention some I, honors. I know this is going to disappoint a few people. Mulan <gasps> was wow. probably my least favorite movie of the year. Whoa. Oh. Ouch, Mulan. I'm sorry. Poor, poor Mulan. And it's not so but much that it's bad. But also, that's a personal preference. It's not so much that it's bad. Because just wait until the other ones come. Well, the issue, yeah. was, the issue that I had with Mulan, and I, I discussed it at length in the Mulan versus Mulan podcast that we did back in 2020, in case you guys remember, is I just thought that movie truly had the potential to be like one of my favorites because that cartoon is my favorite Disney cartoon. And I just, it didn't, it didn't live up. I thought it was worse than the cartoon in literally every way. Except Maybe for instead of calling it a cartoon, we could call it animated classic because animated that's classic. hurtful. I don't mean to be hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> so Mulan, um, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, 
Um, oh, was is, is an honorable mention because I don't You're think that's like very list. good. I don't think that one's very good at all. <laughs> I thought I would rather have a superhero movie like that that takes a, a swing, but I can't excuse it for being stupid. So it's like it's a stupid movie. <laughs> it has its moments of like kind of being fun, but overall a stupid movie in my opinion. Um, Enola Holmes just barely missed my list. Oh, I like that one. I think that's unfair. Um, and Emma just barely missed my list. Dude, Colton, keep going. Let's see if you can get everyone on my like top ten list. And uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I already did. I did. It's all right. Do you want me to keep talking? Because I can. All right. There's a Colton's having a loading issue right now. So we're just gonna we're gonna talk you through it. No, I really didn't have anything to say. I was just gonna talk about whether or not Hamilton was a movie. Uh oh. All right, um, we're back on. We apologize for the technical issues. Uh, but not hear- too much because I think you're still gonna enjoy them. Yeah, I think they'll still like it. My phone was getting hot too. Yeah. And you know Ooh. what they say? Don't let your phone get hot. Yeah. Don't let your phone get hot or you'll end up like your brother. Don't be sorry. Um, Where were we? We were talking about, uh, we were just about to get into our our lists. Our top ten. Ten to six. All right, Tim, you start with your ten through six. Are we counting Hamilton as a movie? No, it's a play. Yeah, it came out as a movie. Yeah, but they—I thought they—they they said that it didn't count, like in the. Uh, it's a stage play. I don't think it's going to count in the Oscars. In the Oscars, yeah. All right, then it's not a movie. And if it's one thing we all know, it's the Oscars, no movies. If it doesn't count, no, they yeah, exactly. All right, here I go. So we're going to do ten through six, which is going to be pretty exciting. So I think my last of the ten is Mulan. And I know, I know, you know, so I gave you a hard time, Colton. I, I wasn't overly impressed with Mulan, but I, I did have an enjoyment factor, I think, when I watched it. I think there was parts of it that were really good. I mean, visually, I thought it was beautiful, which is nice. Great cinematography, the, the landscape-ishness. And I think the costumes and all that other kind of stuff. And even, like, I, I love the... Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like kind of fighting stuff that they do. I think that's very pretty and rad looking. So I think there was good aspects to it. You know, as a, as a father of three impetuous daughters. What does impetuous mean? I think Who it knows? means, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Carry well, on. Well, yeah, so I, I thought, you know, there was, there was some, there was some really good morals clean. and stuff. But yeah, I, I, I agree that it wasn't as good as the animated cartoon. But I the think it's just The animated classic. The animated classic? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> dude, I just lost my animator card. Yeah, thing. the animator police are showing up. <laughs> Man, that's going to stink. But no, I yeah, I, I liked it. I think, you know, because a lot of this is like when I went through my list and, you know, I, I did watch more than 10 movies but 
I think, you know, just on pure enjoyment watching it, like, I did have a good time. Did I have the best time ever? No. But good times, Mulan. Thank you. Did it change my life forever? No. Did it, uh, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> also, just no. that, I always love the statements of, like, I mean, it's not the best sandwich you're ever going to eat, but it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Because who it has, like, the audacity sandwich. to be like, it's not the best I'm ever going to eat, then I don't want to go. Yeah. yeah. See, describe you're, you're missing yeah. out, I think, if you take that approach to everything. Yeah, you just have to get in the experience, then get out of it. Yeah, you got to get right out of it because that's what you got to do. I think I All right. really thought so, the- You know, I think there was a lot of, like, <laughs> as I'm looking at my list, I think I've got a lot of um, girl power movies on here. Which is great. It was a We're good, all about year, that. A good year for I'm, that. I'm, I'm right there with you. Because the next one is Enola Holmes, which I thought was a lot of fun. Kind of the same thing. Like I, I, I thought I thought the characters were really good. I like the pacing. I like the the way that they they told the story. I thought was very engaging. It kind of had like a little bit of a. Um, they broke the third wall. Sherlock Holmes vibe. They they shattered the third wall. Yeah, it did have yeah, a very <laughs> Sherlocky Holmesy kind of. I don't know, no, but yeah. I think that they made it a lot of <laughs> fun. I, Millie Bobby Brown, I think, is a great actress, though, and she does a good job leading the movie. I thought. Yeah, she did. I hope she really, I said they her had right, a lot of really talented right. people in there. You know, like from you know Sherlock might have been a little too good looking. Superman. I like my Sherlock to be more British and uglier. And ugly. Look a little yeah. bit more like look more like a mouse. That's what I like. Drugs. <laughs> but I liked. I mean, I love. I like her mom. I liked. You know, I thought the, a lot of the characters <clears throat> were really well done, and it was fun to watch, and it was good mystery to solve. And I yeah. say, I say it was jolly good. And have another go at it sometime. Then I think after that would be Wonder Woman eighty four, which I just saw. Hey. And yeah, I you know there was parts of it that I that I thought were fine. I thought I really like her as Wonder Woman. I think the parts where she was being Wonder Woman and were were fine. Um, I think they 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 might have stayed <laughs> on the fanny pack joke a little too long. Um, are, are people parachuting now? Yeah, that was a good. <laughs> I'm glad they put that in the trailer because then you you knew you were gonna. Get that. You knew you were going to get some fun. chuckles. Yeah. <laughs> some, some parachute humor, which you can't get enough of that. I think the, the working in the invisible jet, I'm glad that <laughs> they just put that in. Keep going. So what else did you like about of, this you movie? Know, it, it, one of the things that – so I really didn't like Pedro Pascal – what? Um, which, the Wisher Stone? You didn't like him? He's the best part of the he movie. He might have been a little too over the top for me. Life is good. And I usually like love Kristen Wiig, but I... I actually liked her, too. <laughs> I so mean, you, that you, movie, those, again... You like those parts? I think that movie is stupid, and they're definitely the yeah. reasons why it's stupid, because it's about... Okay, spoil, we're going to spoil these movies, by the way. But Pedro yeah, Pascal's lot. character... Um, finds a wishing stone and then wishes that he would become the stone and then makes a bunch of people say their wishes out loud. And it's like Bruce Almighty where everyone's getting what they ask for. And so it's super chaotic. And then it ends and you're just like, 
Except like when you make a wish, it like takes something from you or something like that. Yes, it like there's and like a so price he wanted for to be the, the wishing stone so he could take something from everybody that made a wish and make yes. himself all powerful. Yes, and, and like also he wanted to protect Baby Yoda because he didn't want him to get hurt. Yeah, and he just and loved so him he so took much. off his helmet and he showed his face. It was a really <laughs> emotional moment. Yeah, the only but, thing is Baby Yoda was not as cute in this movie as he typically is. Yeah, he looked like a tiger. No, no, that wasn't Baby Yoda. Oh, which one's Baby Yoda in this His movie? His son. Oh, okay. No, he's, he's cute. You know? he's he was cute. Green. He was not green, and he was a little too big. I love how every time he was saying something negative about his son, his son was in the other room. <laughs> They're like, oh, your son's here today. How come this guy doesn't know when his not son my is son. around? Oh, it. <laughs> oh, man, that was a crazy movie. I can't believe that's what they went with for a sequel to, like, the first one. Because it's like, what are we doing? Anyway, we can do well, a whole I, podcast I think they about kind that. Of, yeah, yeah, the, you totally could. But I think, like, because Shazam was so good and it was kind of campy and comic booky and all that kind of stuff. I think they thought, well, why not? Let's go. Let's go. Campy I like campy to be to again. I think yeah. I said this before. Shazam I'd rather have great. them do something really like this. Shazam. Go ahead. Sorry. What? No, no, no. I thought, I'd I thought I'd Shazam was really good. <laughs> sorry. We're on the, we're on the same <laughs> wavelength. <laughs> let's do it again. One, two, three. I thought too much on it. Go. No, so I, I, I would rather have a superhero movie do something different, but I still can't excuse the movie for picking something stupid. <laughs> so it's hard to like because Shazam's awesome. I like Shazam. I like how it's like more about family. And this one is just about like, careful what you wish for. <laughs> you have to work hard for what you want. You can't just wish for it. <laughs> like, OK, <Yeah>. deal. <laughs> but it, it was sometimes it was you got to let go of your dreams. And just be I renounce my wish. I'm talking to you. Li- Truth I just, is the most I important I still think thing. it's more entertaining to watch Wonder Woman, though, and that, and, and, and even that movie than a lot of the other DC movies that have come out. So I would uh, rather watch that than Batman versus Superman. I, 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 to be honest, I didn't think she was great Justice in this League one, movie. though. I thought she was good in the first one for sure. But even her acting, I think, was a little off on this one. It's a weird movie to be acting in, I think. But it was just weird. I'm sorry. sorry no, so that was your fine. number eight. What's your second? I got I to yeah, move on to the next one. All right, so that was my number eight. And then I liked um, Over the Moon, which was a animated film that was on Netflix. And it's about, uh, I think, uh, a Chinese holiday and she goes to the moon to try to get her mother back, I think. And she goes with her stepbrother, and hilarity adventures ensue. Uh, I thought the animation was beautiful. I thought the pacing and the story weren't quite as good as what you would see, like in maybe like a Disney movie or a Pixar movie where they've got it dialed in like perfectly. But like the characters and all that kind of stuff were beautifully done and the movie was a lot of fun. So it definitely made my list. And then nice. my last one, my number six, I guess would be the Netflix original. Well, I don't know if it was a net, supposed to be a Netflix original movie, but Eurovision. Nice call. <laughs> Cause it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Ding dong. <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah, don't listen to the words of that song. 
because I thought that song was super funny. And then I listened to the soundtrack and I'm like, whoa. Oh, are they bad words? But, yeah, it's got words. That um, ghost scene, the ghost scene in Eurovision is a thing of beauty. <laughs> when she shows up right before he goes on and she's like, you can't yeah. go on. He's hunting you. <laughs> yeah, he died like a couple days ago. Where have like, you I been? Think, yeah, the, the elves killed him. And then she's like at peace. She's like, oh, okay, I can leave. And he's like, what an unhelpful ghost. <laughs> there was a lot. That, that movie had some good stuff. Yeah, in it. The, I thought the, the trolls took it too far. The, yeah. Or what were they, the elves, right? <laughs> the the elves. elves took it too far. <laughs> yeah. The little yeah, like knife the that was in the guy's back and like all that killed stuff. the back. That's yeah, a good I one. That one. That's my that spoiler. Uh, that's my number ten. So that's good that you mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, like, I am a person that one of my top five movies of all time is Nacho Libre. So yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, that's just a flawless film. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Was that? But that's six? not what we're is here to talk about. Is that your six? Yeah, six. we do have to do a Nacho. That's my cast. Six. Have we not done that yet? I guess not. I thought we did do a nacho cast. Did I know, you know we've that? talked about nacho. We should do it again. Podcast. We should do it again. He did come up in our, all our fighting podcasts. Nacho 2. Yeah. And then I remember we talked about Nacho Libre 2, my idea for that one. Because we did the sequels, oh, yeah, prequels was, one. That was a... So buena idea. So that's <laughs> what I got. That's great. All right. I'll, I'll run through my 10 through 6. So we already mentioned my 10 was Eurovision. Same reason for you. I thought it was really funny. Um, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. And it's just fun, I love the part where really, they all, even like just like the normal story, like even like the not really weird parts. I love it when they have like everybody like singing at the one when they go to that party, mm-hmm. and Will Ferrell is just like he's born for the stage. He is. <laughs> Rachel McAdams is actually a good actor. I think she's great in everything, and I thought she was actually really good in this even because <laughs> like they have like the weirdest like love like relationship, but like she kind of pulls it off, even though he's like probably 20 years older than her and it's just like so awkward and he's like does he's not that into her the whole time <laughs> yeah but she she makes it convincing though she's like, very she sincere actually, exactly yeah. like she she's honestly she's probably one of my favorite actresses right now but i actually like that movie because i thought it was it had like that heart but it also had like those really funny moments of it and i didn't really know too much about eurovision before because i'm not european <laughs> I want to know a lot more about it now. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't. I, I mean, I think I've, I've had my fill, but you know. <laughs> um, so that's my number ten. Number nine is one that was mentioned. It's Safety on Disney Plus. That was the one about the college football player. Who I wish I would have thought of that with one. his brother. That, would, that should be on my list. That's a great movie. That one's great. Um, it, it. The only knock I'd have against it is. Well, it's not even a knock. It, it just doesn't have a ton of football, but I imagine that was because of rights. I, I don't think the NCAA probably allowed them to have too much. I mean, they had the full access to the Clemson training facility and all that stuff, which was awesome. But the one game that they showed was like against like like Florida Southern or some small school. And I just thought I was like, oh, this is so funny because Clemson's like one of the top programs in the in the country. And it would just been interesting to see like other schools. But uh, that that wasn't the focus of the movie, and that didn't need to be. So it was a really cool look at what it would be like to be a student athlete, but then also gave you, like, a really cool story about um, a guy who loved his brother and a guy who wanted to keep his family together. And so I, I loved it. I thought it was actually a really good one. 
um, my number eight, or is that my number nine? I might have to count really quick. One sec. Counting's hard. <laughs> Safety was a good movie. I think the reason they didn't show a lot of football is because I think they let that little kid play a couple of games and it was just really brutal. Oh, really? Wait, what? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was right, like, the kid? <laughs> so, He's like 10, guys. <laughs> so actually, so safety's actually my number 10. Sorry, I counted wrong. The only, re- the only way you can let, it's okay if he lives with you, is if he plays a few games. If he plays. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of like child abuse at that point. They didn't really, really, yeah. they didn't really want they that story to be in there. <laughs> They're like, you know what? Maybe we don't show the games. (laughs) If he's going to stay here, he's going to work here. (laughs) That's the Clemson mentality. (laughs) Um, So actually, that's my number 10. Eurovision is an honorable mention, according to my ranking. So I apologize. But I still am glad we talked about it. My number nine, nine, and this is going to be a big disappointment for Tim, is Bill and Ted Face the Music. Oh, man. I really liked this movie. I really like this movie. I watched it with Cassie and my parents, and it was fun because it was just such a nostalgic movie because of growing up with you guys and with Bill and Ted. And I really think that both Bill and Ted knock it out of the park. The issue I have with it is it just it felt really. I think just the ending wasn't super satisfying. I liked when they were all playing together. I thought that was kind of a cool resolution of the movie, but then it just ends. And then I was just like, oh, okay. But all in all, like, I like how it's just a lighthearted. I think they still have the characters down so well where they're just, like, fun-loving and happy. And, like, that was just a good movie, especially for a time that was kind of a stressful year to be just like, yeah, like, Bill and Ted's, like, that type of attitude would save the universe. You know, I just think it was kind of cool. So Bill and Ted, my number nine. My number eight is Hubie Halloween, the uh, Adam Sandler (laughs) classic. I thought that movie was really funny, and I think it had the same Adam Sandler charm that a lot of his newer movies didn't have, where, like, I, like, want to live in that town because the characters are so distinguished. (laughs) And I think Hubie's a likable character, and that one guy has, like, the funniest joke ever. I forget his name, but the guy who plays Crazy Eyes, I mentioned this, I think, because we had an Adam Sandler podcast, I forgot. (laughs) Yes, we talked about this movie. But whatever his name is, I I always forget, but anyway... He plays crazy eyes on Mr. Deeds, but he has like one of the funniest lines where he's holding up his finger and like, cause he's a crazy person. He thinks it's a real gun. He's like, all right, everybody move forward on my mark or something like that. He's just, <laughs> the way he delivers it is so perfect. Cause he's like standing amongst cops who actually have guns and it's just like, it's really good. Anyway, that movie was charming. So I like that one. And my number seven is Sonic the Hedgehog. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. It's great. I thought it was good. Was I, that even I never in your made top it all 10? the way through. I started watching it, but... We saw it in the theater. So this is before COVID and before the pandemic Ooh. really hit us in the States. So we actually were able to see it in the theater. I remember Jim Carrey was funny. Really funny. Uh-huh. And I just thought it was fun. That's a cool one. Um, my number six is Over the Moon. So this one was mentioned. And nice. I'd agree with you, Tim, on the... So animation style, I mean, it looks just like the creators of Mulan or Moana, not Mulan and those other Disney movies. So you could totally tell it's from art designers or whomever it was that was from that studio. Um, I really like Glenn Keane and he's a great animator and 
He animated a whole bunch of stuff. Won an Great. Academy Award for um, the Kobe Bryant Love Basketball Ooh. short. He animated that as well. He animated yeah. The Beast. He animated Ariel. He's I wonder if, if somebody would have told me with Over the Moon that it was just a Disney movie, if I would have thought any differently about it. Because I felt like I was a little nitpicky with like the music. I was like, ah, the songs aren't as strong as they are in the Disney movies. But I wonder if I would have felt that way if I knew, if someone told me it was a Disney movie. Because sometimes you, like, you hear things, and I feel like I always attribute it to, oh, that's why it's not as good. Um, so I don't want to knock it for that. But what I will say about this movie is this movie, will ma- this movie made me cry. This movie has that moment at the end that is so sad with this poor girl who lost her mom. And I just remember that being like, because it, what's it called? Like the realm of sadness or like something. I forgot. The place she's in at the end. I don't yes. remember what it's called. But it's a really sad scene. So it they definitely sad. have that. I, I liked this one, though. I'd have to rewatch it. But yeah, Over the Moon is my good. number six. It was really right. good. My number ten was Timmy Failure. Mistakes were made. I thought that one was nice. an enjoyable movie. I didn't absolutely love it, but it, it was really fun to watch, honestly. Um, I loved it. It was good. Yeah, it was. I don't think I sat through it. I think I was doing something. Honorable you mention were. for me. Um, I like the inconceivable guy in it. I know. I love him. In I Greenland? Yeah, I don't remember his actual Rex. name. Yeah, he's great. Um, but no, that was a very enjoyable movie, and I'm pretty sure it's ba- or, or it was a book. It was a book first. Yeah, it's a book. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I always appreciate those movies. They're always just a little extra quirky. Um, my number nine was Sonic. I I oh, really nice. thought Sonic was funny. I re- I was remember funny. watching it. it. Jim Jim Carrey does just a great job of being a he crazy person really in almost anything he's in, and so <laughs> that was entertaining. Um, my number eight was over the moon and we already talked about this. It, it was just a very well-made, um, animated movie. What, what's the term? Animated classic. Animated classic. <laughs> Can like I not cartoon. say cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> is it, is it not allowed to say cartoon? Is that what you, well, those are animated. I right? guess you could, if you want, it's fine. Oh, cause cartoons are, are like Mickey Mouse. I what's guess. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, a cartoon, there's a cartoon strip, you know, there's, yeah. Got it. I, I was just hoping you could educate us on. I, I have no idea. All right. I just think animated. You just went to school <laughs> for it. It's fine. It's no fine. Idea. You just studied it. It's it's cool. All right. Well, um, for, for another podcast. Um, Number eight was Over the Moon. Number seven, I had Emma. I, I... <gasps> honestly forgot that i watched emma sadly um i love the story of emma and i'm pretty sure that i loved the movie but it was um post having natalie and i i really liked the movie was great it 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 was good i remember that it was good um but i've always liked the gwyneth paltrow emma so i've always loved my sister i need to emma. rewatch that movie um, I like this one better than the Gwyneth Paltrow one, okay. but not as good as the Alicia Silverstone one. Oh, wow. Alicia You're an expert. One? It's called Clueless. Oh. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah, Clueless Touché. is better. <laughs> okay, well, needless to say, I feel like I need to rewatch this one, um, and it would probably move up higher on my list. And then my number six was Mulan. Mulan, I'm just going to leave it at that. I really enjoyed Mulan. Nice. No, I... Move on! Yep. 
I think words Mulan? were said. Nope. <laughs> the cartoon ah, scene when he's pulling the guys out. Oh. <laughs> heads out of the avalanche. All right. Now we're going to go round robin. We're going to go five, 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 four, 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 three, 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 two, two, Ooh, two, one, one, one. Fantastic. One. Cassie, since you spoke so briefly yep. about Mulan, you want to go with five? Yep. My number five was called Sound of Metal. This was a movie about a drummer um, who loses his hearing and his journey of accepting that and um, just trying to navigate through life without hearing. And they do an excellent job of making you feel like you can't hear through parts of that movie. And it's actually incredible. The sound editing is is amazing. It really is. Um, it, It is... Um, just for rating it's, advisory, it's, it's rated for R language. for language. But it's yeah. on Amazon Prime, and you can link that to the Vid Angel. Vid Angel, if you yeah. have that, I recommend watching it um, edited because it is really cool what they do. You feel like you can't hear, and the the main actor. So wait, wait, wait! What is, does the sound just go off? I mean. No, no. It and they, like, talk to you, like, I'm the moving their lips. No, so it's really anything. cool. Like, I feel no, like it doesn't hear. just go off. It's like you're underwater. It's literally what you imagine what it would be like to be deaf. I think they nail it on the sound design. And then he goes through spoilers a- for the movie, but he gets a cochlear implant at the uh, towards the end of the movie. Ooh. And when he gets the implant, you're expecting, like, oh, it's going to have his hearing back. But what happens is it has these pitch frequencies that kind of mimic and it tricks your brain into thinking you're hearing stuff. So it's like really high pitch and like kind of annoying when people like, are talking. Sounds like, it sounds like a computer machine sound. And or... so it'll put you in his head a lot with the sound editing. Uh, like this movie, I. I can guarantee it's going to win sound editing for for the Oscar just because it's so good. But it makes you feel again what it's like to lose your hearing and then what it would be like just especially for this guy who's like music was like his saving grace because he was was a former drug addict, had like this relationship with this girl and them two were in this band together and then suddenly his hearing just drops like he just can't hear anymore. And it's just kind of out of nowhere. And he's kind of in denial about it. And he kind of tries to fight it. And then finally starts to learn how to live with it. But he doesn't He doesn't have um, family or anyone to turn back on. It's really more just him and this girl. And anyway, it's, it's, it's just an a incredible cool movie. movie. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That was your five, right? That was my five. Coming of age story. Tim, what's your five? My five is actually Emma. I really enjoyed Emma. I thought it was, Emma was good. a good movie. Uh, I think growing up, the the son of a retired English teacher, we watched a lot of what? Anne of Green Gables, Jane Austen. <laughs> Who's a retired women. English teacher? That's what my mom was. Oh. <laughs> You're talking about my our yeah. Dad. She was she she, she she taught English before she had me. Oh, so she she made us I watch. I, 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 I think Colton dad. actually missed this when we were little. I was like born. mom read almost. You know how she would read stories to us every night. Well, yes. she would read books that she wanted to read. So Cute. we read almost every Anne of Green, Anne of Green Gables, Anne of Avonlea, Anne of because whatever. Those are incredible books. Pride they are great. Lucy Montgomery, chef's kiss. (laughs) We read Harry Potter. Watch out for that Rachel Lynn. She's a gossip. Whenever we'd read Harry Potter, mom would like fall asleep. 
And it was just, yeah, it was always it was boring. But if she reads Little boring. Women, she stays awake the whole time, and you get to learn, uh, you get to complain about why did Joe just not marry Lori? Like yeah, yeah. geez, Louise, it just doesn't even make sense. Not even in the text. Mom is a great reader, too. Well, that's Shout out, she is. She's a good reader. What else did we read? We read a lot of good stuff, but, but you know, there was some. Twilight. Some. Oh, yeah. She, no. she read Twilight to you. <laughs> no. that been, when I'm 20 that years old. Good, that would have kept everybody up. <laughs> I haven't slept in eight days. <laughs> I can't sleep. We're on new moon. Why doesn't she just love Jacob? I don't get it. <laughs> so Obviously handsome better and choice. So handsome his shirt's off. Uh, anyway, so what? yeah, but anyways, I liked Emma. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really well done. I really love the actress that that plays Emma. I think she was yeah. great in Queen's Gambit. I think she has kind of just like a almost like a Tim Burton esque kind of feel to her. Where Huge it's eyes, like, totally. Yeah, she's just kind of fun to watch, and she she brings a lot of personality. I liked that they had the bloody noses at the end. I thought that was great, and I liked the the bums yeah, at the beginning. Was so it was. Did you ever see Glass? No, she's in that she in one. Glass? Like a horror. Yeah, it's the M Night Shyamalan one. She's in that, and she's in uh, the one before that, which I can't remember. She's very talented. She's very good. Split. She's great. Yeah. Cool. She was in New Mutants too, but I didn't see that. I didn't see that one either. I don't know. I don't if anyone even know saw what that, that is. <laughs> Does anyone know what it is? It might be on Disney Plus now. Aliens. It's like no, I don't think it's on movie. Disney Plus. I think it. I think it might be a little too. Um, Risque. Scary for Disney Plus, so I don't know if it'll it'll make its way. That I didn't. Was it it's a Marvel horror? movie? I can't remember. Right? Yeah, it was supposed to be like a mutant horror movie. Oh okay, I I haven't heard much much about it really. Um, my number five is The Gentleman. Come on in, man. up again. Run in, man. Um, there's a song in the beginning called Cumberland Gap. It's a pretty cool song. If you like folk music, you can look up that song. It's actually pretty cool. I do enjoy um, folk. This movie, how I would describe it, is it's like The Italian Job meets Ocean's Eleven, but not as good as either. Uh, or not. It's probably a little bit better than Ocean's Eleven, not as good as Italian Job. But it's oh, wow. a really fun movie that is kind of like a puzzle during it, not a complicated one, but just narratively they kind of put it – you're like – Oh no! Here come these people, or oh no, this comes there, and then it like is a satisfying reveal of everything working out. I'm being vague because if people want to see this one, I think it's a fun one. Um, Matthew Boy, McConaughey is in it. Um, it's oh, a huge cast. Wow. Colin Farrell's in it. A lot of guys, and it's got a lot of British humor and a lot of really deep it. British accents, so it can be kind of hard to understand sometimes. But super fun. Like Cassie, you would you'll really like this movie. This is another one that needs edited. Yes. Yes. But reference. Gentleman is my number five. Awesome. Um, Tim, do you want to start off our fours? Sure. My number four is Wolf Walkers. Except that's not the right accent. It's supposed to be Scottish. Wolf Walkers? Mm-hmm. It's, so I don't know if you've seen the, the Book of Kells or what was the other one? The Selkie one with the... It, there's... There, they're 2D animated films. This one's on Apple Plus, I think. You have Apple Plus? T- yeah, well, I got it, you get it free if you buy something from Apple, and I think we bought an iPad or something like that. 
But Wolfwalkers is really, really good. Um, it, it's a European animated film, and they've done like some really, you know, it's just a really interesting style where they, I think, take a lot of inspiration from old Celtic um, artwork and designs and, and characters and all that. And it's about a little girl who crosses path with a wolf walker. And basically what that is, is it's a, it's a, a person that is human when they're awake, but when they go to sleep, their spirit turns into a wolf and they roam the woods. And this little that. girl becomes a wolf walker, which is fun. And like a lot of the people in the town, they don't like wolves. And so hilarity ensues. Beautiful. It sounds like a fun. But it's really, like it's comedy. really good. You should, I mean, if you, if you have access to um, Apple TV or Apple we'll, Plus or whatever, we'll it's log called, into your account. Just go kidding. for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's well Password worth it. Password is it's, it's <laughs> for the listeners. Yeah. I think it got like a ninety-eight on Rotten Tomatoes too. Wow, so it's, it's been very well received from a critical. You and the wolf point, paw point. Sweet. Sweet. I'm excited. I want to watch it. It's got a good song too. Walking with the wolves. And then they say that a lot. Walking with the wolves. And then a downbeat comes and a rap starts. Yeah. Yo, I was walking in the wolf and he never had a howl. And I know that I was on the wider side of the prowl. I don't know what I'm saying. Yippee yell, yippee yell, dong, dong, dong. Beautiful. Yeah, that was my favorite part. This is why we make podcasts, not raps. <laughs> not yet, at least. <laughs> New album coming out 2021. Give, give yourself at least an extra year. 2022. Are you? Are you do you want to go for it? I'll go, go for it. I'll go for um, In Enola Holmes was my number four. I love Ooh, anything. That was good. I was Sherlock playing Mario Kart era. during Enola Holmes, so it might have been really good. I just wasn't paying attention to Holden was not paying attention at all, and I thoroughly enjoyed the entire thing. I really liked Millie Bobby, Millie Bobby, it was Bobby delightful. Brown. It was delightful, and it was just—I just always love a good mystery. I say, Carter is always in good movies. Yes, yes, that's all I have to say. Colton, what's your number four? My number four is a phenomenal movie. And I feel like, again, my top four, I feel like, would have been in my top ten of any other year. My number four is Disney and Pixar's Soul. I love this movie. I feel like it is a amazing... I, I just feel like it's one of the top-tier Pixar movies, in my opinion. I love how Pixar can take a element of their theme and like incorporate it all throughout i love how like you know it's about you know jazzing and going through life but also it's just this guy in his mission to just learn how to appreciate and learn how to be present in his own life or aware if you will i thought it was so profound and like so moving and it also totally talks about outer experiences because it has him when he's playing his jazz music where he starts to like transcend or start to get out of like the physical realm into like the uh whatever they call it what do they call it in that the zone or something the ethereal yeah. plane is that what it is i don't know I just no the zone I, but I it's have something no idea. like that but it, it, it was so cool because that's like they call kind it flow of, too i don't the yeah flow yeah he calls it the flow mm. and 
I thought it was so magical. They have a moment where the main character, do you remember the first name of the main character? Um, I just remember 22. 22, and then uh, there's, that's not Charles, but maybe it is Charles. Anyway. No. Yeah. But anyway, what happens is he's showing 22, who's this pre-mortal spirit that he's trying to inspire to come to Earth. Like, she has to get her spark, and then she'll be able to go to Earth. And it w- it shows him going through Joe. the hall of everything, or the hall of his life. Joe. So, yeah, Joe. And he's going through Gardner. his Joe life, Gardner. and he's like... Yeah. He's like, oh, man, my life was meaningless. He's seeing all these moments and he's seeing it all on display and he's so disappointed and everything. But then at the end of the movie, after he's had this time with 22, who's just learning to appreciate and experience things for the first time. And like she catches a leaf and it's a super meaningful moment for her to everyone else. It would be a nothing. It's just a trivial like it's just a leaf. And then he starts playing the piano again and looking at all the stuff that she got. And then he remembers the same things that he saw on display when he was showing 22 around his own life. And it was just so cool to me. Like, instead of it being like, oh, he's just a lonely guy eating a pie because that was one of the things that was shown in this hallway. It was this meaningful moment of him, like when he was really enjoying just like being by himself and he was being present in his life or he was playing the piano next to his dad or he felt like he played and he, d- he nailed this audition, even though he didn't get the part. He just remembers like nailing it. And then it zooms out and it shows like it shows like New York City. It shows the earth and it shows the galaxy. And I just think that's such a great message of like when you remember just how amazing our existence is, you can start appreciating. And like he says at the end, you can start living every moment like it's your or not so much like it's your last but he just says i know i'm gonna live every moment of my life and i just thought it's such a meaningful tribute but i just love how like the whole jazz part of it kind of plays into it too because jazz is like so much more about like it's like free form where you kind of go off you do what you want but it's all about like being there and like going off anyway i i have a lot to say about soul because i really love this movie but that's my number four it's for a podcast later my number three I'll go to my number three. Was also Soul. Hey. Not also. Nice. My number three was Soul. Yours was four. But um, I also have nothing but great things to say about this movie. It was thoroughly enjoyable. And as always, Pixar hits it out of the park with these. So, home run. Nice. Tim? Right on. So, my, I guess we're on number three, right? We are. My number Me. three is Onward. Oh, and I like Onward a lot. I thought, well, I mean, like Pixar is always going to be really high on my list because I love everything that they do. But I think that, that you know, that, you know, we're talking about like movies that make you cry. I think this one, you know, definitely did for me. I loved um, the relationship between the two brothers, um, even though I think that they were very different from each other. I think they, you, you really, I think, bought into like what Chris Pratt and Tom Holland like brought to like the characters. I think that you really brought in, bought into like the strong relationship that they had, and I loved just how selfless the 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 last act of um, the younger brother was, and how he just, you know, kind of cared so much about like meeting his father. He didn't have any memories of him and all that kind of stuff. And I just thought it was really beautiful that he gave that up for his older brother, who is just kind of a 
a goofball and all that kind of stuff, but but you could really just you know, I don't know. There was just a lot of a lot of feels in that movie. So, Great movie. Yeah, definitely. You know, it, it really made me think about like the relationship that I have with my brothers and um, how much you know I love them and I would do anything for them. Not my younger ones, but the the other two, <laughs> the older um, ones. They're all younger than you. <laughs> Well, yeah, everyone's younger than me. Other the really young ones. Not my younger ones. <laughs> and then I think it's so cool, though, because, like, Pixar, like, does, like, these really meaningful, like, good stories. And then they just set it in, like, this this world that was just, like, totally, you know. Out there. New. Yeah, it was totally weird. And I thought it had, like, kind of a fun, you know. So I think what's really great about that is there's something, like, for adults to, like, get. And, like, we can get all the feels and all that kind of fun stuff. But then, like, if somebody like Peter is watching it, and Peter has watched it quite a few times. But he loves it because he's loving all the characters and he's loving the dragons and he's loving the manticore and all that other stuff that's in there. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. Great. So way to go onward. Amen. My three? Your three. Have you done your three? No. Go ahead. My number three has been mentioned. It is Sound of Metal. I I think this movie is great. Um, to give some context, nice. we saw this movie on my birthday, which is in December. Hashtag December. And it was the <laughs> first <laughs> movie that December. we'd seen <laughs> in a long time because <laughs> of the pandemic. And Cassie threw me like just the best birthday. It was so sweet. Got me such great presents and then took me to a movie with her. So it was so nice to go on a date with my wife and watch a movie. And we go down to this movie theater in Boise called The Flicks, which plays independent movies like Sound of Metal. So these smaller ones we saw. I, I saw Parasite there and a bunch of other ones like that. So every time I go to this theater, I always see like I see, I always feel like I see just an amazing movie. And this one definitely delivered. We already talked about the sound design, and the sound editing. It's just unreal there are some parts that are so visceral that like when you get out of the movie you're like i'm so glad i have my hearing and it's just like kind of uncomfortable at parts but i think it makes for such a meaningful movie and a meaningful experience to like go through what it would be like to lose your hearing it talks a lot about the deaf culture and i took sign language in in high school so it was kind of cool because we would do you know weeks or months where we're studying deaf cultures and deaf communities and just how the movie kind of like highlights it's like this isn't like something to escape from for for people who are deaf you know these are their family these are their loved ones and this it's guy just wants to get back yeah he just wants to get back to his normal life he wants to play music he wants to return to just normalcy and it's just really cool how it talks a lot about that about just you know recognizing your situation and moving forward with and just recognizing the other blessings that you have there's a really cool scene where he's outside when he's in this community and there's another deaf kid and they're, he's playing the drums on a slide. And like they're having this interaction where the kid is sitting up on top of the slide and he's sitting at the bottom and they're just tapping the thing and you can kind of hear what the vibrations would be like. And it's just cool that he gets like, he's able to like at least pull that out of this horrible situation that there's some still some good and there's you know a lot of power in just being okay with where you're at. Um, very amazing movie. I wouldn't be surprised if, the main actor who I, I don't know his his first name, but he's in Rogue One. He's one of the guys in Rogue One. And I wouldn't be surprised if he got like a best actor nomination because he's really good. Anyway, Sound of Metal, my number three. Who wants to do number two? Do you want me to start off? You start off number two. 
Did you do your number three? Yeah. What was your number three? My number three was soul. I started off soul. Oh, okay. Well, I'm paying attention. Yeah. You want me to do number two, or do you want to do number two, Tim? I can do number two. I can do whatever one you want, Colton. My number two is Bill and Ted Face the Music. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I don't know. I mean, for me, like, the reason it's so high on my list is because I love Bill and Ted, like, a lot. I remember when, like, Bogus Journey came out, and I got to see it, like, with some of my, my friends. I think I was in middle school or something like that. And I remember, like, recording the Queen song at the end and, like, on a cassette tape and like listening to it and it sounded awful, but I just thought it was so cool because it was Bill and Ted and Bill and Ted <laughs> are awesome. And I thought, you know, they did just a good job because I think like a lot of like times like remakes, it's just like a really bad cash grab. And I'm sure that was probably a lot of this, but, but I thought that they still like kept the integrity of the movie. The characters were spot on. It, it, it did progress the story. I thought that the people that they found to play their daughters were really hilarious and funny and some there was just a lot of parts in it that like had me really cracking up the best part is when they met their older selves sorry to cut you off but that was like my favorite (laughs) scene (laughs) i love how much ted hated himself ted i feel like i never really knew you (laughs) me neither It's like such like a it's heartfelt like, moment. It's like really deep and stupid at the same time, exactly. which is which is awesome. He's talking to himself. I feel like I never knew you. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just like every time, every time both the Teds like interacted with e- with each other, it was just like so awesome. So good. He's like, dude, you're a big jerk. <laughs> oh so no, was, we're about to do that times. thing. I don't remember. And then they put the trash cans on their heads. Yeah. And spin around. <laughs> <laughs> there was lots of good ideas and i feel like that would have worked <laughs> i wouldn't have remembered because yeah i just you know it's hard to like add things on to these movies and i think what was really good is you know because like i mean the first one was was the best and then they did the second one and it was okay but maybe not quite as good but i love that they kind of like took both of them and they made them work mm-hmm. which i think was was really cool it wasn't just about the first one it wasn't just about the last one and yeah, I, it, it was it was good, and I, and I liked the end ending too. I thought it had like a good message to it. You That's know? a pretty. It was a profound message. I like that. Just about unity. I thought that was cool. Yeah, about unity, and it's not just like this big one event, but it you know it, it was it was more like this collective group coming together, and so yeah, there was it was it was cool and it was fun. Cool. Excellent. Good one. Excellent. <laughs> You want me to number two? My number two is Onward. This was nice. on the top of my list for a long I wasn't, time. I wasn't thinking it was going to be on your list. I was like, Colton forgot about Onward. What I love Onward. I thought this movie was great. <laughs> what was the name of that? So what's the name of the main character in it? Not Barley. Because Barley's the brother. What's the name of the... Ian. Ian Lightfoot. Nice job. So... Like you said, Tim, I'm just going to add on to what you said because I think you knocked it out of the park. I just love how this movie, it can be so appreciated. I felt like this movie had a lot of like levels to it. Um, and one thing I love about movies is when I feel like, so I, I like to take like these leaps during the first time I'm watching a movie of being like, okay, like is it trying to say this and then just try to like follow that thread? And 
as silly as it sounds, because I'm going to get into this one, but uh, there were like some pretty deep themes that I like, kind of got out of this movie. Um, one, of course, is like like brotherly love and kind of things like that. But also it had to do a lot with the personalities of both Ian and Barley. And I and again, this is going to sound silly, but it reminds me of like there's like these there's these verses in the Bible where it talks about like how the meek shall inherit the earth. And I feel like Ian really represents that type of meekness. And he's the one who's like endowed with a lot of power. And he's like the wizard. He's the one who can do all these tricks. And he's the one who's born with the gift. And I just think that was a really cool way to do that. And then Barley, where it says like, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. I just thought that was like kind of what it felt like for me, like that thread for both of those characters makes sense. Cause it was like, Barley was just like a fun loving an absolute like all around good person. And he was blessed to be able to see his dad one last time. And it was just such a sweet moment too. Like you said, Tim, because it was a kid who had lost his dad and was so afraid of saying goodbye to him. And I just like, I, I like even like just talking about, it, I'm like, man, this movie is like so emotional. It's like so sad. <laughs> yeah. You can't you just start to go, <laughs> but it's such yeah. like, I know exactly. <laughs> But it's so he good. He just had his dad's pants. Exactly. Yeah, it's just his pants, you know? But it still is such a meaningful thing. And I love how it's a very unique movie, like what you were talking about, Tim, where, I mean, it's a totally different universe. It's it's goofy. It's original. It's so funny. And I just, I, I love that about Pixar. I mean, like some of my favorite Pixar movies, like that's why it's because I feel like I'm getting a different experience from a Pixar movie than I would from any other movie because they can really change everything. So I loved Onward. So that one's my number two. Um, I'm worried about these ones though, because they were so good. And then, you know, they didn't get the movie release. I think that they deserved. And, you know, I'm just hoping that like, because I think both, you know, those movies, you know, Soul and, and Onward, like, were so good. But I hope that, like, 2020 doesn't just, yeah. I agree. Make them so that they, they don't get their due as being, like, awesome movies. I agree 100%. I think they will stand the test of time, regardless of the year they came out. Um, Just to add on to that, well, before I go to my number two, Onward was my number one, but just because we're, we were just talking about it, yeah, I'll, it. I'll just add on, um, I love, and this is something that, it's just like the Pixar stamp, that they do such a good job at creating funny, relatable moments within an animated movie, but then um, because they pair it with the um, more sad m- that it takes you to the the highest of highs and then not necessarily the lowest of lows, but just you feel that so much that I I don't know how else to describe that in a way. I feel like they bring you down a little bit because like it's a lot of kid humor and it's really clever, but it makes you like laughing and like kind of makes you like open to it. And then suddenly they like hit you with like this emotional moment. Oh man! So like it hits even harder because you're like, wait, I thought I was watching like a kid's movie. And I thought I could let my guard down. And then suddenly, once you let your guard down, it's like, but you, you cannot. This oh. too. And I feel like with some movies, I need like, you know, the right things to be added up in order for me to cry during a movie. But with a Pixar movie, it does not matter. I will cry they every single it. time. 
But it's a good, like, both of it's these movies, great. I feel like, well, were such good cries. It's, like, not, it's like, oh. not depressing, sad cries. It's like, oh, like, that's such a joyous but crying moment. I don't know. I was also pregnant with Natalie when we watched this. Me and too. So I was not just crying. I was sobbing. <laughs> yeah, you were. I was sobbing. <laughs> this was actually the last movie we saw in theaters before the pandemic, Before it too. closed down. It was, like, right when everything was getting weird. So I think it'll always have one of those, like, that lasting moments on me because i remember yeah it was right it was in march right ian and kaylee yeah yeah um anyway oh and then the other thing i was going to mention for that movie is that i love that pixar um they take their time to find cultural references that aren't obvious like they didn't go onto google and be like give me some cultural references from this year they actually take the time to dig deep and find cultural references that pretty much everyone knows of but um, it's not obvious, like emoji movie or, you know, something like that, where they just kind of it's like lazy writing for other companies. But I feel like <laughs> Pixar takes the time to really yeah. learn about these things like they go deeper into the like Dungeons and Dragons cultural references. But it's funny and enjoyable, yeah. and like the cube. Exactly. <laughs> the, the gelatinous cube. Exactly. <laughs> It's just funny. Anyway, um, but the my number two. Emoji movie was rough, by the way. The what? <laughs> emoji movie pretty didn't, rough. I didn't even watch <laughs> I it. it. I had bad. zero I desire it. to watch it. It came out at a time when they were like, oh, emojis. That's cool. That's cultural reference. No, who cares? <laughs> this thing practically writes emoji, itself. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Doesn't. let's let it write itself. Let's let it write itself. Let's just, let's just see what happens here. <laughs> what other emojis do we have? Oh, we have to do the one with the poop. Okay. <laughs> Um, my number two, sorry, going back. My number two is Tenet. Number two. Yes. Um, Tenet is a movie by Christopher Nolan, and he is well known for his ability to write complicated storylines. I don't know how else to say that, that they really make you think. And this one, I remember leaving the first time and being so confused, but so intrigued and wanting to watch <laughs> it again. I was so confused, but we did go back and watch it again not long after, and I love the just, I, I could watch it three more times, I think, and still not completely understand him because he's so complicated, or maybe he's just not complicated and making us think that he is. I don't know, but <laughs> it's just such a fun, different, cool movie. Tenet was fun. That was my number two. Sorry to go back. So and then my number one was Onward. What you would you, go to your did number you do one. your number one or do you do your number two? I haven't done my number one yet. Two, two was his Bill and Ted. You want to go? You go number one. All right. So I already went number two and now I'll go number one. <laughs> Thank <Sorry>. you. <laughs> Thank you, Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> this message has been brought to you by Bucky's. Bucky's. <laughs> Not just cheap gas. <laughs> All right. So my number one was Soul. I. I think yeah. there's just so many like beautiful things about this movie, and, and part of it might just be because I, you know, saw it fairly recently. We saw it on Christmas Day. I thought that was so cool, by the way. Like Love releasing that. it on Christmas. Like I'm so glad that's Amen. the one I chose to watch on Christmas Day and not Wonder Woman. Not Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I enjoyed Wonder Woman. I, I actually had fun with it. It's on my top ten. But man, uh, Soul was just perfect. It was such. Don't a perfect, you wish like, you would have changed that? I guess. Yeah, I would have wished that I would have changed. <laughs> <laughs> wait say it say it <laughs> say it say you wish you had more help <laughs> say, say, don't you wish that it's a silly movie 
Um, Sorry, go ahead. But yeah, I, I just Soul was like just so beautiful in so many ways. I mean, first of all, like I think like you know, and that's one of the cool things. Is I think there's like definitely like the message of the story, but then they fit it into this world, and I think that the world that they created around Joe Garner was so so awesome just i mean like i think that you know the you totally told they did their homework and their research you know the the whole thing with you know i'm not a huge jazz person but after watching that like i feel like i should be because i really enjoyed the music and like when he was just like in the flow and he was doing that stuff i was like man that's awesome um and so i just i, I think it's awesome how they pick these things that are beautiful and really just you know they really know how to convey that on screen. And then I loved, there was a lot of, I think there were so many different messages. And I think it's kind of interesting, like hearing different people's like takes on the movie, because I think a lot of people kind of walk away with different things. I mean, for me, like, I think one of the big things, and I think it was partially just because I think I relate to it a lot, but I think he was so driven by this dream of becoming a jazz musician and becoming famous and getting his big break and, and really kind of like thinking that, you know, his life, because he never had that, you know, got that big break was, was kind of useless. And then, you know, he gets the big break and kind of was just like, huh, you know, and, and I loved just like the line, I think when he was like, you know, oh, you know, this is her, that, you know, she never found her purpose or whatever. And, and the guy kind of turns to him and says, purpose? He's like, what did you, why would you think that would be what, what turned her little badge? And, you know, he's you like, mentors are so silly. Yeah. It's such a silly, you know, and I think that's, that's kind of like the way a lot of, you know, everybody thinks like, you know, you know, my purpose is to become an actor or to do this or that. And, and, you know, you feel kind of like a failure if you, if you don't check, you know, this box, that's you know, your big dream of, of becoming a pony wrangler or whatever it is, but <laughs> a pony wrangler I, way to single me out. <laughs> But I just, you know? you know, I think what was great about it is it's just there's so many beautiful things in this earth and there's so many beautiful things that you can do. And I, it just, it, I think it, there was a, you know, especially like sitting around with your family on Christmas and, you know, we've just been through like this big, big pandemic and there's, you know, all these terrible things happening all around you just to kind of like sit there and, and just be reminded how beautiful life is and how special it is and how you know even if we didn't accomplish you know the most amazing things in our life like how it's still beautiful and it's still wonderful and we should be grateful for it so i don't know it it gave me all the right feels at the right time and it's definitely one of my definitely my topics movie experience for this year so good time love that movie well said tim I, I wanted to add something because I thought that was such a unique thing about the uh, the soul, the story in Soul, is it's similar to Coco and Inside Out, where there's almost a timeline set up. Like for Coco, for example, Miguel is taken to the land of the dead and wants to return to play the talent show in the plaza, and you think like he's gonna, you know, he's he's got to get there, but in Coco he doesn't get there, and in a lot of movies, they're kind of they're going on this journey to return to this place, and they usually don't get there, but they learn their lesson in the journey. 
Whereas Soul was interesting in that they gave him exactly what he wanted, where he's like, oh, I get to play with Dorothea Williams tonight. This is going to be like my life changer. He ends up coming back, playing the show, doing phenomenal during the show, and then just being underwhelmed. He's like, I, I've been dreaming of this moment my whole life, and now that it's here, I'm just like, you know, like, I, I don't know, like, what's next, now, you know? Yeah. And then she gives that allegory, or she gives that allegory of the uh, the fish. He's like, I'm looking for water. Like, I'm looking for the ocean. This is water. And I think, I just thought that was such a cool twist on that common storyline because I thought I could tell where the movie was going, and then, you know, and then he went into a cat's body, and I just feel like now I don't know where the movie's going. Yeah, it was a really cool. Yeah, just like everything about it. it was, so Pete Doctor, I think, was the director. I think he wrote a lot of it as well. Yeah, and, and he, he did Up he and a did, bunch of other yeah. great ones. He did Inside Out. He did Up, which is the best Pixar movie ever. Up's my favorite one, um, too. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he did Finding Nemo, too. But, he, yeah, he's just – he's a genius. He's the head of Pixar animation right now, um, and he totally deserves to be, and I'm really excited to see what else he does. It's cool. Memes. Great movie. Great movie. Well, I wish that would be the 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 note we'd end on because that was actually a really good note. But Tenet is where we're going to end for me because my number one movie is Tenet. Um, so this movie is like there, there's so much to unpack. I really want to do an entire podcast on this movie. Um, but what Let's I got it out right of it, now. so it's really clever. No, <laughs> Buckle up, Tim. It's really clever filmmaking. In so the movie's like about essentially a guy played by um, John David Washington, I believe. It's Denzel Washington's son, and he does a phenomenal job. But job, but it's like essentially like a James Bond movie, but it it's like a Christopher Nolan movie in that he gets kind of obsessed about these, like I don't know how to describe this, really. <laughs> like, but it's it's about like entropy. So basically, there's like a timeline moving backwards. There's a timeline moving forward, and it plays through this unique timeline, but. What I really liked about this movie, kind of like what Cassie said, the first time I saw it, I remember being kind of like, oh, there's a lot to unpack. Like, it was definitely shot beautifully. It was acted really well. And there's definitely something there. But then upon the second time I saw it, I had, like, kind of, like, the emotional connection with it. And it was one of those movies, I think it was probably the most satisfying rewatch of a movie that I've had in forever. And basically what I got from this movie is while we like live in a world that we sometimes feel like we're, I guess like we're, um, let's see, I don't know how to put it, but we are like subject to the future and we're like products of the past. If you believe in something, you can make a difference. I don't know if that whole sentence made sense, but tenant is like a palindrome. The word itself kind of goes forward and backwards in this timeline towards the end of it like it kind of it starts to intersect so is the word poop yeah exactly poop is also (laughs) one of the first palindromes thank you tim (laughs) it all comes back one of the first (laughs) (laughs) but it it was just kind of a cool thing and and it just kind of made me think too because tenet is also like a belief and that was kind of like where the emotional thing came into it I'll kind of save my thoughts on this one because I think there's a lot to talk about with it. And I don't think you could do that without talking about the entire movie. But anyway, we recommend it. Great. Movie. But don't just watch it once. Watch it three or four or five times. Yeah, it takes a little <laughs> bit. And then ca- but pay attention. I feel like I can watch it 
several times after watching it the first time. Yeah, and pay attention to li- the light spectrum because they use like red and blue shifting in a very clever way in that movie. But anyway, I love that movie. I thought there were some great movies of 2020. I've enjoyed talking to them about you guys. Any closing thoughts? I enjoyed um, talking to the movies about you guys too. Did I say talk about the guys with the movies with you? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what you said, but the words were all twisted. My brain though. is tired. What, what time was, is it? No, it was, it's right it's now, kind Tim. of cool. I'm because, moving like, forward I think, and backward right now. Yeah. When I was like texting you, I was like, yeah, you're going to do like the best of 2020? Because like, just thinking like there was like four movies that came out this year. But they, I think like going through the list, I'm like, actually, some pretty good stuff. I, you know, it, I've had worse years. I probably <laughs> I probably saw the same amount of movies this year as I did years before. You made a good face. He said I had no, worse years. Worse. I was like, oh, he's, he's had some <laughs> bad years. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. What what has he been through? <laughs> so much. <laughs> well, no, it was it's been good. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed riding along with us. You know, it was an interesting year, but the movies were great and this company is great and our families are great and the experience is great and if the experience is great it's outer you gotta get out of it what (laughs) nice job tim knows how to play Are we still going or should I have stopped?